now that all the fun stuff's out of the way. <laughs> Let's start this thing for real. How has your last three weeks been? I think it's been three weeks, right? Jesus. Has it been three weeks? I, I wouldn't doubt it. Let's see. Well, this would be the third week, right? I want to say, because we were supposed to record this weekend. Last weekend, I was, was supposed to have had Callie, Callie's computer set up for whatever reason. It never happened. Week before that was when my computer decided to... Yes, I was going to say, do we want to share what happened as to why it's taken a little bit? Because yeah. I posted on Facebook and just said that it was technical difficulties. That's the technical difficulties. Holy crap. <laughs> I apologize, guys. It's my fault. <laughs> Sound a little wonky. It's because I'm on a tablet because my computer decided, hey, let's break our screen after 10 plus years of me owning it and being a trooper. Oh, yeah. Did you ever find out how that happened? No idea. I don't see anything in there. I'm just wondering if maybe something got caught from behind. The The screen was up. I'm assuming there might have been a big enough gap because there was nothing on the uh, on the keypad or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm assuming there might have been a big enough gap between the monitor and uh, the keypad area something might have gotten stuck in there and then when I went to go close it just like enough pressure on it to crack the screen you're a victim of circumstance that's uh, terrible mm-hmm. I was not happy you can you can ask Callie the second it happened I was swearing up a storm on the drive because we I reason why I closed it because it was still running from uh, when Callie was trying to get the the Taylor other Swift tickets. Oh, the tickets. Oh, yeah. that was another shit show. Um, it's, that was a shit show for everybody trying to get those things. The wor- the girl was at on the checkout four freaking times, and she got booted out. Jesus, don't they have like a timer for that? There were so many transactions going on. My understanding, I know, I, I know it's not a video game thing, but. From what she was telling me and what I read the next day, there were so many transactions going on. There was only supposed to be like uh, 1.4 million codes sent out uh, to like the verified fans or whatever. There was like mm-hmm. 1.4 billion transactions going on at one time between users, bots, and everything. That's what crashed the site. The site couldn't Crazy. handle all of it. Ridiculous, and I'm I'm assuming like at the end of it all, she didn't get it anyway. Much, it, it was to the point that she couldn't. Her friend that was supposed to, that was originally supposed to get the tickets for everybody, uh, because of like the chase, the visa chase or whatever promotion. Yeah. Um. Time it got to that, the tickets were already sold, and they're just like all fucked up. Yay. Uh huh. Well, no, yeah. Long story short, my computer was still uh, was still open since then, and at some point between that point and the unfortunate event, I went to go shut it down, close it, um, and the screen just cracked, swore up a storm, and 
I refuse to talk to anybody on the drive up to Dartmouth to go shopping. Yay. And, and, and for everybody out there, I'm not blaming my wife. <laughs> I was going to make that joke, too. <laughs> it, it, it just ha- I, I, just the story of events. It's not her fault. <laughs> <laughs> But besides that, how has your time been? <laughs> You've had time to decompress and chill and come back to center. Are you okay? Yeah, for the most part. Uh, I've been trying left and right to figure out what the hell to do. I've even, I've even looked up YouTube tutorials on how to convert a laptop into a, a makeshift desktop to see if I could get it to work. I really don't want to buy another computer. <laughs> have you tried what I told you about? If you have an HDMI out on your laptop, hooking it up to your TV, it should still display the picture there. I'm still getting the issue where it's getting to the loading screen, which uh, where it won't get past the loading screen. I don't know if there was something else going on at the same time. Mm-hmm still hasn't after the last two times I tried it and it wouldn't get past it I'm like yeah I'm... I gave up on it and haven't tried it since I'll send you some ideas on how to like try to maybe roll it back a little bit or take a look under the hood and check out like if there's uh... you might want to like go into the BIOS and check and see if there's anything failing to start or run oh. but uh that's a conversation for another day <laughs> Sure. So, any new games in the last three weeks? Uh, yes, but, like, I'm not keeping up with things because I've been stuck on Pokemon. <laughs> As you so, should. I, <laughs> I've wanted to play, like, other things, and I sit down to try it, and then I'm just like, I, I just want to play Pokemon instead, even if it is a buggy mess. It's fun. Want to try it just to see what the open uh, po- an open world Pokemon is? Because obviously, I've only played the last Pokemon game I played was on the GBA. Really seen so how many a lot? Yeah, I'm aware of the other Pokemon and their starters and whatnot, but the actual mm-hmm. I haven't tried. <laughs> we need to get you a Switch. <laughs> Working on it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, trying to think. One, one of these days. Oh, I uh, I actually went back to playing No Man's Sky yesterday. Yes, I was wondering if we were going to get back to that. What'd you do? Spent like three or four hours just the mat uh, the the terraforming manipulating. <laughs> of course, not even exploring space. Just I'm going to build. <laughs> no, I'm destro- I'm destroying the planet right now. Okay. <laughs> if you, you go back to our again? you go back to our um little uh headquarters, see a giant mm-hmm. a nice uh two nice craters nearby. <laughs> one literally right next to it dug into the ground. And mm-hmm. uh I'm not sure which direction I'm sure if you're up in the sky, you'll be able to see it. 
I'm going to have to log back in and check it out. <laughs> Just see what kind of mess you made. A hilarious part about this is, I, I, I realized this rather quickly, that, uh, the terraforming manipulator runs on a silicone, uh, silicone part. Oh yeah, it, you have to power it too, yeah. Materials I'm getting from it is silicon particles. I'm perpetually a, a. God damn it! You beat me to it. I was gonna say you're just perpetuating the cycle. Pretty much. I also realize if I'm gonna make the entire planet disappear, it's probably gonna take me a good while. You've got a goal. <laughs> <laughs> Something to work towards. Pretty much. I'm wondering. Um. Just out of curiosity, so we uh, so we're not on this this topic for too too long because I know we have other stuff to talk about. But the 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 manipulator, can you upgrade that? I'm wondering if the yes. reason why I can't get past a certain depth is because it's a different material or it's just not strong enough. Um, the mining laser, I th I know you can upgrade that. The 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 manipulator, I. Ugh, I don't know, but you when you're doing it, you can change the size. Like, you know how you have a globe? You can make that thing bigger or smaller. Okay. Uh-oh. <laughs> I saw that look on your face. You're like, ooh, I got something to try now. <laughs> Think about it. I'm going in a nice straight line and then just slightly moving it up or to the side and then down to clear a path. If I can do a wider array, then... It's like a wider sphere, just big. I'm okay with that. I can do I can okay. do my damage a hell of a lot faster. Well, now you have something to play with. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, I know, like. I, I, Go ahead. You uh, you you uh, talking? <laughs> No, I was gonna say. Then all the excess uh, uh, silicone particles, I just go back to the the station and sell it. And rinse and repeat. Not playing the story at all. I'm I've, destroying a planet. <laughs> I've created a monster. You have. Oh, you've enabled. <laughs> the monster was always there. You. I've enabled. Yes, yeah, that's worse. I've enabled it. <laughs> oh my god! I was gonna say we're like ten, twelve minutes in. Do we? Do we intro the podcast now? <laughs> Why not? Better late than never. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Hi, <laughs> hey everybody. <laughs> that it's the Ramble Pack podcast. Yay! Episode seventeen. I've got the numbers now, and I can't forget it because I've numbered the episodes, so I know what we're on now. We're finally back at it. Woo! We're back in the saddle. I'm gonna cut that. <laughs> <laughs> so, with it being two, three weeks that we haven't recorded. There's been some news, but nothing like super crazy. Mm -hmm. uh, just a lot of Game Awards talk, which I guess we'll save for another recording. Um, oh, since we talked about like playing games earlier and what we've played, since I've been stuck on Pokemon, I'm waiting for a handful of games that are coming out on Game Pass still. Like, High on Life is coming out in nine days. Uh, the Witcher's HD... Or well, I should say next gen update for it is coming out next week. So I'm jumping back mm -hmm. into that. 
Gungrave actually just came out on Game Pass recently, so I was going to give that a shot, even though I haven't heard very good things about it. Um, oh, I was playing Pentiment on Game Pass. That game's fun. It's a pretty. It's just a visual novel essentially, but it's it's cool, especially for like the time it's set in the 14th, 15th century. It's like 1512 is the time of the game, but the art style is fucking cool. Was that the game we were looking? Uh, we were talking about uh, uh, last time. It's one of them. Yeah. So I think uh, that was I can't. <laughs> I like that. That's the game that I'm stuck on. When there was oh, I tried Somerville on Game Pass and it didn't grab me. It oh. was made by the same people who did Limbo, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just I don't know what it is, but it just felt weird and off and kind of janky when you're trying to figure out the puzzles like there's it's supposed to be a kind of like a linear path and you're supposed to figure out the puzzle in that area to be able to progress but it wasn't very obvious and it was kind of clunky and weird so story's cool i was gonna say what uh what the hell was throwing uh turning you off about it usually you're usually into like puzzles and stuff like that so if it's that just the controls and like trying to figure out what you're supposed to do it's not very clear that's that was kind of like the problem i had with scorn too when i tried that it was everything was very samey and there was no clear identity or direction as to what to do and you're kind of fumbling around until you figure it out and then it's like okay i'm moving on to the next thing now and i don't know what i did right okay yeah that makes sense and that's what i hate about some games it's it look it's something it looks they look like something you'd be interested in but when the controls make it throw you off that much, it's hard to, it's hard to get into the vibe of the game, you know? And, and don't get me wrong. I don't want my hand held while I'm trying to play a game. I'd like to figure it out. But when, like, it, everything's kind of blending together and nothing is obvious or making sense, then it's kind of hard to figure it out. Right. Eh, can't really complain. <laughs> Games are fun. Keep making them. I like them. If we don't like them, we'll suck it up. <laughs> <laughs> if we don't like them, someone will. Right. Now, let's see. And that's the beauty of games. Uh, to- on the topic so, of uh, games that apparently isn't people too crazy about, so Embracer Group is moving Volition to Gearbox. How bad yeah. uh, Saints Row was, uh, Saints Row was received? Yeah, that game was not liked at all. <laughs> I kind of feel bad too because I love Saints Row and um, like they tried to pivot making Agents of Mayhem. Mm. Ugh, that that game was sad. I did not like that at all. What what exactly was wrong with this one? Is it just because of how glitchy it was, or is it just like people weren't into the story? There were some issues with gameplay and mechanics of it. So there were some glitches and messes with it. Um, the biggest complaint was, come on, cat, come on in. Uh, the biggest problem was like a huge disconnect from like the tone of the story. It just felt like. 
hey, we're Gen Z kids and we're cool and hip and look at the shit that we do. We're against violence and we like to take care of our animals, but let's turn around and blow the shit out of a bunch of people because they don't believe in what we believe. Yeah. It was a huge disconnect between the story and the characters and it's just, it was kind of a mess. Now, don't get me wrong, because I've never played any of the Saints Row. Is the original Saints Row, wasn't it about like a mafia or something like that? Yeah, you were a, the Third Street Gang, and you were trying to make a name for yourself in Stillwater. And it was irreverent and funny, and it like played on the tropes of GTA. But <laughs> like they kind of they they tried to make it a new version for like the modern times, and it just did not fit the the feel that they had for the other games. I was I was gonna say, how do you go from how do you go from gangsterish to cringy, cringy mean? You hit the nail on the head right there. It was super cringe. I don't even like saying it like that, but that's what it was. They tried to make like the jokes and be hip and stuff, and it's just like, Ugh, please don't say that. <laughs> and you sure it's not the old guys in us? <laughs> <laughs> it's not. <laughs> Reviews don't lie. But yes, they're going under Gearbox because they did not meet expectations. So we'll have to we'll have to see how that works out. They're they're still going to work on like the bug fixes and whatnot for the game, but I don't see it getting any extra content later on down the road either. I'm sure. What were you saying? Uh, I was going to ask since they actually put out a statement did we want to talk about Bethesda saying something against what Mick Gordon said since we covered that yes please <laughs> this, this is one of the things I was actually looking forward to talking about uh, uh, when we were supposed to record last time yeah. well, they waited a week or so to put it out shouldn't have waited oh, they didn't wait a week they waited two years could have said something back then yeah you're not wrong they could have said something then when all the shit was going on in the first place but it, it wasn't until mick came in with receipts and stuff that they're like well now we got to defend our company right exactly because he because as much as mick wanted to leave them out and just like focus on id he mentioned them so obviously they're 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 jumping into cover their ass interests mm-hmm. I, I think and I get why Bethesda did it mm-hmm. but uh, but at the same time it's and it's showing business trying to kick the little guy because they can ooh the little guy is going to make them look bad <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's it's just mess, messy. It sucks, it, and it sucks that it got to this point too. But sometimes it's—I hate to say this—but it's sometimes that's what it takes—is putting the shit out there, and especially when you have the stuff to back it up to show that they are in the wrong in the first place. Right. It sucks that it had to get to that point. The the right thing that should have happened was back then. You, you could still do it in a way where could have defended it and been like okay 
and still try to make it right, even regardless. Right, exactly. And to be like, listen, oh, we we agree with the statements that was said by uh, what's his face. Uh, um, Mick didn't meet meet expectations. Do apologize in the the manner in which this was done. It's it wasn't appropriate or whatever. Yeah. And then uh, try to denounce. I forgot what I was going to say about that too. Oh yeah, that was that's what it was. I'm assuming that they were kind of hands off. Maybe they were still overseeing things and checking out how things were going. Mm. But they don't fully know the story because they weren't there in it during everything. So they're kind of like they're stuck between a rock and a hard place saying, well, these guys are who's hired and who's doing the job and they told us what's going on, so do we believe them or do we believe the other guy who is just a contractor? It's kind of tough. True, but they could have gone the same I think that's where the like the recent stuff with like Microsoft and Blizzard and all them it especially in the process of the whole merger. Like, understand that this is what's going on, especially with the unionization and stuff, and they're like, yeah, we recognize it, we're all for that, whatever. They mentioned something right away. Um, well, they, they could Not just that. Phil Spencer came out and said something about um, all the shit that was going down at the beginning, like that was coming out of Activision Blizzard 2. Right. Like all like the frat boy culture and the shit that they were saying and mm. all that mess with a uh, fuckboy there. So they at least spoke out against that. And they are allowing the unions to happen, which is cool. All right. Which going to touch on this re- really quick since we talked about it earlier too is uh there's another union popping up in Xbox's camp too now. Hey. Funny enough it's coming from Bethesda. Or Zenimax, I should point out. Their QA of 300 people are starting their own union. And Xbox has said, cool, go for it. So they're at least recognizing that too, which is good on them. Because they could go the Starbucks route and start closing things and say, nah, fuck you, you ain't getting it. Right. That just means that everybody's not going to be happy and it's not worth it. (laughs) Yeah, I, I feel like Xbox is doing the right thing by at least recognizing the unions and saying, yeah, cool, we'll work with you. The end, as long as they're making money, I'm sure the rebellion. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Keep the wheels turning. And everybody who's listening, unions, not bad. <laughs> <laughs> the unions are only as bad as the people who are representing them. I would say. Right. Good for all. Absolutely. Yeah. Back on, uh, circling back to the Mick thing. Microsoft could uh, can make a uh, uh, take a stance right away. Thursday could have done the same thing. That's all I gotta say. Shouldn't have taken them two years to say something. I agree. They should have said something at the start, or at least like talk to Mick when it was all going down. Right. Exactly. Speaking of problems, mm-hmm. Dead Island Two is delayed again. 
Like, I know it's been in, like, hiatus for a while. When I was reading it, it... It generated a lot of hype when they put out the trailer and was like, hey, the game's still in development. Oh, look, it's going to be coming out soon. And I'm... Don't get me wrong. I like the Dead Island... Or the original Dead Island. It was fun. Mm-hmm. I am of the mind that if a game needs more time to be made well and get it out the door with as minimal bugs as possible, fine. Do it. It's okay. It just sucks that they had to delay it again until April. It's just, it's, I'm excited for it, but take your time. You want a game to come out well? Do what you need to do. I've taken almost 10 years. It's another delay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all, all I'm getting is like PTSD, flashbacks, Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> I feel your pain, people. (laughs) All right. I'm going to call back to other podcasts. Remember how it's like every episode you got to bring up Kingdom Hearts? Uh, That's why. I. You just did it again. (laughs) You didn't even think about it. You did it. (laughs) Gonna happen. It's going to be my thing. (laughs) It already is. You do it without thinking. It's just like, oh, yeah. Kingdom Hearts. That's fine. You do you. (laughs) Yeah, no. As the, the the fact that I that I found out that it was announced, it it is laughable. It was it was announced to uh, in what twenty fourteen, supposedly it was supposed to come out the year later, and yeah, that didn't happen. They had a a game on the interim, like they had Dead Island Survive or something like that, but it's not the same. A mobile game? Uh, I think it was an Xbox arcade game. It's one of the two. I don't know. It's old. It came out not long after the first Dead Island. But you added a bit of information on the dock that I didn't even know. One. The, tra- the trailer. Uh, yeah. Um, they they actually gave an exact release date, April twenty eighth, and was it this month or the? Oh, actually, tomorrow. Yeah, that's why I'm surprised. I'm like, oh, cool, something to check out. And I'm a little surprised that they're doing it then, with the Game Awards being two days from now, or two days from now, three days from now, two days from tomorrow. Why not hold it for two more days and do it during uh, the Game Awards? Excuse me. Wondering if there might be something else going on. What's that? I don't know. Maybe that maybe they have something else in the pipeline. Oh, I thought you were hinting at something. Hey, what else is coming out tomorrow besides the trailer? Disney, Disney Dreamlit Valley. We get Woody and Buzz. Yay! And a new path to do for the Moonstone thing. Yeah. Wonder what the things are gonna be. Isn't it supposed to be winter themed? Uh huh. And if the yeah. uh, if the promo art does anything, people uh, the characters are actually going to get uh, uh, winter overlays. Oh, that's cute. Huh? I wonder if they're going to put snow in like the different biomes and stuff. That'd be cool. Um, kind of defeats the purpose for the frozen area, but yeah. Maybe you'll see the snow the the snow actually falling. Good point. Instead of raining, it'd be snow. Yeah. Pretty cool. 
Either way, we're all excited. We can't wait to play it. Now, do you... Um, I don't remember off the top of my head. Do you, you read the patch notes earlier. Did, you, did it say anything about Stitch? Because for some reason, a lot of people are thinking Stitch is coming are going to be in this patch as well. They haven't mentioned anything about that that I've seen. The main thing that I saw earlier just scrolling through was Kristoff's inventory is getting... Uh, He's getting a wider range of items, so they're expanding his thing. Tent, oh, wink, wink, uh, iron ingots. Yes. <laughs> it even says, Psst. in their patch notes, it says, Psst, there may be some iron ingots in there. Uh, oh, cool. It says it's getting chilly outside, so we've updated many of the fireplaces in Dreamlight Valley to allow you to manually light them. Exceptions include the Horn Tavern fireplace, Cozy fireplace, Antique Furnace, and Celestial fireplace. Increased wood distribution, buffed critter stomachs to allow for even more treat sharing, uh, reduced game loading, reduced game install installation size, so a lot of optimization, uh, improved the loading of in-game assets, performance of memory usage for large gardens, which is 50 plus plants, so that sounds like something about you, uh, removed a dried plant sound effect to improve performance, and fixed a memory leak. Nothing else about anything for Stitch or anything like that. Now I'm I'm wondering what sound effect are they talking about? Like when they transition over, there are sound effects. When they dry out, is there a sound effect? Or are they talking about like when you plant at the seed? Well, I say sound effect, but it says VFX. So I don't know. <clears throat> Just have to find out. So this one is the this update's called Missions in Uncharted Space. I find, what I find funny is like the the Discord and the Facebook groups. People with uh, who clearly don't watch Toy Story that often, because they thought that 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 statement was uh, the clue to there being Stitch. That's see, I can understand that with the space, like the space angle, but no, that's clearly from Toy Story One. That's what Buzz says during the commercial when uh, he Thank finds you. out he's a toy. So I'm not the only. <laughs> I know my shit. Apparently, Callie had no idea. What? Had to tell her. Of all people, really. Oh, Callie. Little disappointed. Apparently, a lot of people are along the same lines as her. But hey. Oh, when Meg gets off work, I'm gonna ask her. <laughs> I'm gonna say, "Hey, what's this from?" See if she remembers. Oh, hey, talk uh, on the talk about uh, Dreamlight Valley. Did you get your golden potato? Did, what? What? There's a code. There was a hidden code in one of the um, one of the posts in the Discord on the promo image. It ha uh, you get a, co a golden potato that's supposed to be for a a, a quest later on. In the game, I'm assuming it's going to be optional, or else they wouldn't have hidden the code. Or maybe there's another way to get that in game. Well, damn, I'm going to have to look at that then. I had no idea. Yeah, because the the image itself was only posted in the Discord. Once it was found out, uh, you, okay, we have a group text between me and you and our wives talking about the updates and everything, and you couldn't send me the code. I forgot. Okay, I'll send. Actually, I'll uh -huh. it right now. <laughs> You don't have to do it right now. It's fine. I think I should have the image saved. Do I? 
Uh, For it later. While we're talking about Disney, I think you were excited for Speedstorm. Yeah, I wanted to try it, and it's delayed. I get it. If the if if they're trying to trying to work out kinks and stuff like that, that makes sense. It's another one of the instances of uh, the game just, to them, it's not ready, so they want to put more effort into it, which, again, is fine. Absolutely. And isn't this supposed to be another free-to-play game, too? I believe so. Oh, yeah. Uh, If I'm not paying for it, take your time. I don't give a damn. I'm not going to complain. Mm Mm-hmm. You still looking for the picture? No, I was just trying to get, uh, get caught up on the notes here. Uh, okay. Talk okay. to me, baby. So yeah, uh, you hear about uh, Yuji Naka, creator, getting kiffed? Yeah, for people who don't know who Yuji Naka is, he's the original creator of Sonic. And he got arrested in Japan on insider trading. <laughs> him, uh, it was him and two other people, surprisingly. Um, uh, as, soon as, uh, as soon as they found out about that, what was the name of the company? They ended up buying uh, it should be here, isn't it? The Dragon Quest developers, or what? It was, uh, I don't remember the name. It started with an A. But, um, the second they found out that they were those companies were going to be wor- uh, going to be uh, working with Square Enix to develop the next Dragon Quest game, they bought the stock didn't buy anywhere near as much as they did, but it was significant enough. Uh, hey, uh, right. red flags here. Oh, <clears throat> uh, the story, kids. Part of the story, kids. Share your information with everybody. Oh. <laughs> so what was the name you were looking for? I'm reading through the article really quick. To find uh, the name of the developer that was actually uh, that was actually going to work on uh, Dragon Quest, the dra- that Dragon Quest game. Oh, Dragon Quest Tact is the name of the game. Uh, oh, it's just called Aiming. A I M I N G. That's the uh, that's the company. <clears throat> I'm gonna read this. And I quote, the Special Investigations Unit of the Tokyo District Public Prosecutor's Office, which made the arrest, said that Naka had bought 10,000 shares in the company Aiming for about 2.8 million yen, or 20,000 U.S., after learning about Dragon Quest Act in late January 2020, before the announcement of the game the following month. That's a no-no. No, man. No good. Well, what what gets me is the the arrest itself didn't happen until, I write it correctly, didn't happen until like a year later. He was already on his uh, either he was already on his way out or was already out the door. Square. How bad the um, Bail in Wonderland. Yeah, 
Yep, that was his failed attempt at striking it out on his own again, and that game was bad. Bad, bad, bad. He needs to stop teaming up with the other guy from Sonic. <laughs> we love Sonic, but they didn't do very well. <laughs> well, at least the Frontiers did a middle of the road. What we settle on for 74? A C? Solid C plus, maybe? <laughs> B minus? Yeah. B, B it's okay. like the 80s range. I'll get it a solid one thumb up. I haven't played it, but that's what the score is. So, woo. But that is kind of crazy. Just thinking, like, I grew up playing Sonic. I watched the cartoon. I read the comic, like the original Archie comic, and now the creator got arrested. It's like, damn, times are changing. <laughs> he really needed them gold coins, huh? Rings, Rings damn it! They're not oh, fucking God. coins. <laughs> Jeez, oh, please don't rip me apart, people! I know! Mike, turn in your gamer card. You're done. I'm sorry! <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Listen, buddy. I play in Gil and Gil alone. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a personal problem to me. <laughs> That's okay. I play in Rupee, so... I can't really say much have an episode about about what the supposed uh, conversion factor would be on those. That would be hell. <laughs> like, taking coins, rings, gill, and rupees. What's another, like, really popular currency in games that we can try to convert to real-world dollars? What's the Pokemon need currency? need a good base. Is there a name to the Pokemon currency, or is it actually the oh, Japanese? shit, card? I don't know. I don't know. It's it's a symbol, but it doesn't look like the Japanese currency symbol that I I don't, I don't think. I don't think oh, so either. I gotta look this up now. That's a good question. I gotta look this up now. But if it is, that would actually be a good starting point, though. Keep vamping. I'm looking. We got gill, we got rupees, we got gold coins, gold rings. Um, monies. So, they're just called poke dollars. They're just called poke dollars? Okay. Uh, apparently, according to this thing called poke dollar and wiktionary, uh, it says, in the localized versions of the of the same games in every language besides Korean, that symbol is changed to a letter P with two additional horizontal strokes referencing the yen symbol, and then they show it, while also similar to the Russian ruble, which, which is similar to it, but it looks like a P. The symbol based on P is com commonly known... Let me try that again. The symbol based on P is commonly named Poke Dollar or Pokemon Dollar. I, I can accept that. It's a letdown. I was hoping it was something more exciting. <laughs> but it's based on the end, so close it's, enough. So we we could take liberties with that if we were to if we were to try to do something like that. Start off with the, po yeah. the poke dollar and find the equivalent of it to the yen, and then 
translate it and from, then convert it to dollars convert to dollars or figure out like you seeing as like I, I know Pokemon doesn't have anything like that between I, I'm sure I if I'm wrong please correct me Zelda uh, Dragon Quest Fantasy, all those games like that all have, like, the, let's say the common Orichalcum. Look at the costs of that and then calculate uh, calculate from there equivalency. Probably. You know, the we'll rate to do the some ratio. research. Maybe we, can, maybe we can make this happen. Hey, Bath Geeks, unite! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, so Pong turned 50 on the 29th of November. I didn't realize it was 50 years old. I would have thought it would have been older. Really? Yeah. There's a little celebration on it. Or of it. You must have missed it. Probably. Speaking of Pong, too, there's a... There's a game out somewhere, I think. I haven't found out where to fucking find it. I just keep hearing about it called, like, the Atari 50th Collection or something like that. And it's all the Atari games in, like, a collection of them. But they give the backstory behind the games and they talk about it, like, within whatever this collection is. It's pretty neat. And you can fit it all on a flash drive. <laughs> I, you're not wrong. Those games are tiny. Oh god, I just saw what was underneath that uh, that little blurb of information. You want to talk oh. about the Super Mario Brothers trailer? Oh my god! Since they put out a second trailer, besides this trailer too, I don't know if you saw the additional ones, but they had a Spanish. I say Spanish, but it was a trailer put out in Spain, and then another one that was a Dutch trailer that came out with additional scenes that they didn't show in the trailer that we got. Oh, you didn't. I saw them eyes. No. <laughs> All I know is I saw the teaser trailer, which was like, no! <laughs> and I saw this one. You're really gonna make me go look it up after this after this cast. I mean, it just shows a couple little things here and there. It's nothing to write home about. Is it? I watched I watched the different versions of uh, the international versions of the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer, including the Brazilian <laughs> one, just to see the shadow shot. <laughs> oh my god. Is that how you feel about this movie? Like you need to go find all the bits of information to figure it out? I not. I listen. When I heard about the Mario the Mario movie, who would have guessed that they would have included uh, um, Mario Kart into this movie? Yeah, that was a surprise. I did not expect that. It was a nice touch to Rainbow Road. I agree. What did you think about hearing all the additional voices finally? I like the uh, the additional voices. We've I know we talked about this earlier. Pratt sucks. Yes. 
That was the worst part of it. Everybody sounded great. I love Charlie Day's Luigi. Seth Rogen, you only hear a little bit of him as Donkey Kong and shit, but like everybody nailed their characters. They sound like they're having fun with it. And then you hear Chris Pratt as Mario, and it's like he sounds bored and super uninspired when yeah. he does it. I hate it. Like when they did the the fall sound, I'm screaming. It just like it sounded like ah. Like <laughs> you paid him all this money for that. Oh man, someone found the French trailer for that too, and at the end of them, the wahoo that he does in the cart, we got we got screwed. It sounds so good in French. Like it, <laughs> while we might not want Charles Martinet's Mario because it would probably get annoying after a while, whoever does the French voice nailed that wahoo at the end of it. It was so good. Like I, I, I have to have to agree with what we talked about in the last last trailer. I mean, not the last trailer, last podcast. Wow. I I, I agree now. Now that I've had time to stew on it, the the video game voice actor would get annoying after a while. But at the same time, it's got to it's got to sound pretty damn close. Mm-hmm. Someone did cut um, well they recut the trailer using snippets from the game with his voice. And it's okay. But it definitely fits better than Chris Pratt's voice, just for those pieces. I don't mean to shit on him, but especially since I I love him in Guardians of the Galaxy. But, oh. Yeah. He, he might change my mind in the, when the movie comes out, but at this point, no. They still have time to re-record things if they don't like it, too. Very true. Like Jack I think Black, I read like Jack Black's some... take on uh, Bowser, though. He sounds really good. Oh yeah. At times you can t- you can so- in his voice you can tell it's Jack Black. Other times, no. You, I'm like, mm-hmm. did a good job. I agree. <sighs> so, are you looking forward to the new season of Destiny? No. Oh, why not? That that's my gut reaction first. Man, I fell off so hard on this recent season. And not to mention like they they've done this thing where they don't tell you anything about the next season until they're in maintenance and then they start giving you snippets here and there. Okay. And me included, the community is kind of tired of the shit because it's like there's there's nothing we don't know what to expect what the gameplay loop's going to be like what the story uh con- the continuation of the story is going to be nothing and we just we're looking for anything any kind of information so we know what's going on what to expect and they're full in on talking about uh lightfall and all that stuff and getting you hyped for that when it's six months away but they can't give you any information on the new season leading up to it mm-hmm. they just do it on that day when it's going to drop and I feel like that's not the way to do things. No, at least tease it or something. If they're not even doing that, what the hell's the point? Yep. So we don't know the season's name, what it's going to be about. Except today, Monday, the 5th, they're putting out little teases here and there. Like um, DMG, who is like one of the community managers, tweeted out like a robot face. And if you're reading through like the grimoire in the game 
from like certain little stories, it's hinting at actually being a Rasputin season this time. Mm-hmm. And they put out a, a still image with a YouTube link for the premiere of whatever the trailer is tomorrow. And it's Osiris and Anna standing over an engram, which is what they put Rasputin's AI into mm-hmm. when the pyramid ship showed up. So it's clear that we're going to get a season of Rasputin and, and see what's going on from there. But it's just, it sucks that it took until it's going to come out tomorrow for that to happen. And in doing so, since I said that I fell off so hard on the last season and it hasn't, it was not a very fun season, their player count dropped hard on Steam. Oh, Jesus. When I say Steam, I put both the Steam and like the overall numbers from a website I didn't know existed called playercounter.com. Steam is even less now, actually. I checked it recently. It, it was just under 40,000 players on Steam, and now it's even less. Mm. It's like 35, 32, something like that. Ooh. But when I, when I got the numbers worldwide, I guess, or maybe, I don't know. It didn't say if it was worldwide or not. Just total player count was about 880 or 838,000. That's a lot of people. Huge drop from the millions of players that they had. Was it it is a lot. You're not wrong. Okay. Yeah, they consistently had at least a million players, if not like a million and a half, when they had good seasons. This one, it dropped under that hard. So, hopefully this next one injects some life into the game. Hopefully. Uh, I'm just wondering if people are just getting tired of it, too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, burnout's not... Or, what am I trying to say? Burnout is a thing with this game because it's it's the same gameplay loop it's just a matter of the activities being fun enough to do and one of, one of the biggest problems that they still have is that they don't have any pvp maps mm. they don't have anything new it's all the same shit from like d2 vanilla jesus yep like that? so their their competitive side i wouldn't even call it competitive just like pvp side is stagnant it's all the same stuff and then I was, uh, cause I, uh, one of the times I've been over at Callie's parents' house, cause her dad still plays Des- uh, Destiny 2 every so often. And while he, he went to go cook dinner, he had me take over on the controller. I was doing the, at least the, the newer version of, uh, capture the flag type of thing. And I'm like, this is weird and janky. It's not as fun as it was when, the capture the flag on Destiny One. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think uh, I fell off a long time a long time ago. Like that was the first switch over from one to two. I had fun at the beginning, but it's oh, I wasn't into it as much as I was on, on Destiny One. Yeah. Right. It is what it is. <laughs> we'll see what happens tomorrow at reset. I'm definitely going to log in and try it. That's me. I'm invested. But my expectations are low, but I still have hope. Uh, any new me- any mentions yet as to whether or not? Because I know the uh, Lightfall is supposed to be the, the end of it, isn't it? Uh, the final shape is the end of it. Lightfall is the next expansion that comes out in March, February, end mm-hmm. of February, March, something like that. The final shape comes out the year after that, and that's going to be the end of the light and dark saga, and then they move on to whatever they have planned. 
So, uh, so there's like no mention of maybe like a Destiny three or anything yet. They quashed those pretty well. Like there was a lot of. Uh oh, where'd you go? Oh, there you are. Oh. <laughs> that was weird. But. You good? I hear you. Okay. I don't know what happened. Still recording? You just disappeared on my... Yeah, still recording. You just disappeared on my end. Yeah, same same as you. It looks like your video is good. Okay. Alright, anyway. People were asking about a Destiny 3 because uh, comparing the graphics from 1 to 2, it's like kind of a downgrade. And people were hoping that maybe they can wipe the slate with this and get some new ideas and change things up for Destiny 3. But they're like, we're not going to focus on 3. We're going to focus on building up what we already have. So we're doing a lot of things behind the scenes, making things better, seeing if we can improve the graphic or the, the game engine and things like that. Mm -hmm. So that's all they've been focused on. Okay. <sighs> Hopefully, uh, hopefully things get a little bit better, but until then, uh... I'll, I'll let you know tomorrow. <laughs> or, well, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll get around to it Wednesday instead, because we have plans tomorrow. No. Talking about uh, it's being updated with uh, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet going right now. <sighs> I'm conflicted. I like the game. It's fun. It's new. It's interesting. I'm enjoying it. Hmm. However, it is a piss-poor excuse of a Pokemon game or a game in general on the Switch. It's a buggy, glitchy mess. And it just... It runs, at, if it's lucky, at 30 frames a second. And what kills me is people are complaining that it's the Switch's hardware... But you forget that we've got The Legend of Zelda, which is also an open-world game, which has instant load times and has no issue running everything that's going on and does not get bogged down and chug like this game does. Right. It's the way that they have it optimized and is performing on the hardware itself. They need to change the way it's loading in things and handling things for it to actually run better. And I have seen mods that people have made that helps the game to run at 60 frames a second and oh it's so pretty it looks like it should but nintendo has said that they are aware of the issues and they're working as hard as they can and as quick as they can to fix these bugs and shit which an update just came out recently but they didn't say what it necessarily fixes the only thing that they specified was that it makes sure that a music file plays on one of the end fights for the elite four never specified any of the bug fixes or what they actually did behind the scenes. Big question. I will get off my soapbox now. <laughs> well, no, here's the here's the big question cuz uh uh I've been hearing that Nintendo is refunding people their money. Is that actually true? Is that just for like um, some I I can't confirm that. I know that there have been reports of people trying to get a refund and I wouldn't doubt that Nintendo would refund them, but like it's hard to get a refund from Nintendo. 
they like to hold on to their shit. But yes, there there have been like people on the subreddits and stuff saying that they're working on trying to get a refund because it's such a mess. It just runs like doo doo. Uh, my thing is, if you guys are noticing this blat this stuff blatantly, and I've seen the videos, it's bad. It's bad. Why the hell, knowing Nintendo, why the hell would they release the game at that point? Uh, to be fair, I don't think that Game Freak is owned by Nintendo. They are their own company, so they get to decide if they send it out. I'm going to double check that just to be sure because I'm not absolutely positive. But I think that's the case. But you, you go back to even the original Pokemon games. They held the game for years. Because of how many game how many glitches were going on for them to fix. Here's another thing. Monolith Soft. Monolith Soft? Monolith the the company Monolith who helped create Xenoblade Chronicles. Mm -hmm. uh, they are known for their open world games. They had a hand in helping create the open world for Pokemon. Mm -hmm. Why does it run like shit when all the other games that they've worked on for open world stuff run just fine? Where did they go wrong there? I have no idea. I'm just I, I'm just having a hard time getting behind videos of the of the battle systems. Can you get the grasp, let alone the glitching? Nintendo is just a publisher of the games from the Pokemon Company and Game Freak. They do not own them specifically, so Game Freak made the decision to put the game out in the state it was in. Game on Game. Here's your answer. Yes. Especially with what they're charging for that game. Game on them. Yeah. To their credit, it's fun. When it works and things work correctly, it's it's a fun game. Just the open world, despite like there being Pokemon roaming around and things to do, it feels dead. There's no real life in it. But just going around, checking out Pokemon, catching them, doing the battling thing, it's fun. I'm enjoying that. But that's about it. I think this is a perfect example of, at least in my opinion, I could be completely wrong here, of companies being reliant on pa uh, patches to fix a game. That's a constant thing these days. I mean, we'll probably get to it, but that's exactly what happened with the Callisto Protocol, too, and that just came out. Oh. That looked good. It's running into that? Yeah. It it wouldn't even run on PC. A lot of people were having issues where it wouldn't even run on there, and there was frame rate drops and just load issues and stuff on the consoles. So they had to really quickly put out patches for it to uh, stop with the stuttering and the lagging and stuff and actually play well on the PC and get it up to the bar that they want for console. To be fair, they managed to do that. The game is actually running well, and people are able to play the game. Mm. But that's what happened as soon as they shipped it out. Jesus. Yep. Uh, I mean, I, I put it on the, the notes here, too. It's 
uh, it's at a 75 average, if that gives you an idea of how it's doing. People are like saying it's it's great, it's scary when it wants to be, but a lot of it is, you know, jump scares and it's very samey when it comes to the scares. Mm. Um, and of course it is, you know, it's supposed to be the Dead Space successor. It's supposed to be the next step in that from the people who originally made Dead Space. But it's, some people are complaining that it's a little too Dead Spacey. Like they, t- uh, rather than being the next step of it, it took too much from the original Dead Space and tried to be, I don't know what's the right word for that it took a little bit too much of inspiration right it's it seems finding like a own legs to stand on right instead of it being an original it's it's basically like a spin-off game sort of i i would say too much inspired by dead space so that way it's it doesn't have its own clear-cut identity <sighs> but it's not doing bad but it's not making me want to play it more now. <laughs> so, if you like those kind of games, give it a shot. Yes. <laughs> hey, I'm not twisting your arm. You don't have to. If it if it shows up uh, if it shows up as a deal or ends up being one of the the monthly downloads, then I'll, I'll, I'll grab it. At this point, I won't. By the sounds of it, I probably won't. Pay full price for it right now. Fair enough. Speaking of full prices, Xbox is going to be raising their uh, their first party titles to seventy dollars now. Uh, we knew that was going to yeah. happen. Yeah, just didn't know when. Um, but I guess it's going to start next year because they they are quoted saying that they're raising it to $70 because of content scale and technical complexity of their first party titles. And going forward, the first ones that are going to be 70 bucks are Redfall, Starfield, and the next Forza Motorsports game. And when they so really, not, not unexpected, but kind of, kind of sad, especially I, well, here's a good question for you. Starfield was supposed to come out in November. They're raising the price of 70, or the games to 70 bucks now. Would they have made that game seventy bucks before now, or would they uh, have changed the other ones later on? Have a good point. I wonder how long they've thought about this. I agree. Uh, I am very intrigued about that question now. I didn't think of that. If it was supposed to come out, it'd be the old pricing. And what what's their reasoning now? If they were willing to charge the the old, the old price before, yeah, I don't know. It makes you wonder. Yes, it does. Also, I mean, I know that these up. first party titles are pretty expensive to make too, because like these are the top studios that they have. So of course they put a lot of time and money into them. So they need to recoup that somehow. But it's just the timing is weird when it came to the original Starfield release, right? All I, gotta, all I gotta say is, if you're gonna be raising the, raising the price on it, don't pull don't pull the shit that have the same problems that the the last two games we just talked about had. Release the game, and you're gonna have you're gonna have patches for game breaking glitches or issues. They're paying you're, you, people are paying good money for it. They don't want a half ass product, right? 
guess we'll see what happens when the games come out in March. Starting in March, I think. I don't think anything's coming out in January, February. March is the big release month for a lot of stuff. I know we talked about the Game Awards a little bit earlier. I'm going to throw out some news that uh, came out ahead of the Game Awards just so that way... Well, these companies did it just so that way there's no like mistaken things and stuff like that. Huh? Something to look forward to. A Tekken 8 reveal. They're going to show off the new one, I guess. People have been getting like posters and t-shirts saying save the date. But instead of date, it's D8. Ha ha. <laughs> Especially since uh, the Game Awards is the 8th of December, so works on two fronts. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that took me way too long for that to hit in my head. I I bet you Harada had a deal or I had a hand in that. He's the creator of Tekken. I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> wouldn't surprise me. Uh, a leak. Close up mouth. No yawning. There's a leak. Uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, which is the sequel to um, Fallen Order. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's going to come out in March, of course, on the 16th. But they were going to show off a trailer during the Game Awards, and somewhere it was leaked that it was coming out. So, Or the date was. I think it was leaked on Steam, actually, funny enough. So they're like, yeah, it's coming out. We'll show you the trailer at the Game Awards. And then NetherRealm Studios, Mortal Kombat creators, said no new Mortal Kombat game being shown off. Nothing. They're hottest. So nothing to look forward to there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ed Boon was like, nope, nothing to show. Sorry. We gotta watch. And they have something! Woohoo! I mean, I'd be very surprised if he said no and then turned around and showed something, but you never know. There are going to be some new game reveals, I'm sure, and some other trailers for things. That's oh, what they do. Oh, that that's the meme. Like, during Game Awards, it's like, world premiere. And then they show off a new thing. Watch watch him set something up just to troll people. But laugh my ass off. Those trailers are fun, though. When they're like, oh, it's going to be this. And then it subverts your expectations. Like, oh, something new. Those are fun. Hmm. I'm just trying to see if there was anything else we missed. Uh... There is some we missed. CDPR confirmed that Witcher One, is, the remake for Witcher One, is going to be open world like Witcher Three. <laughs> and that was mentioned during their third quarter financial results. So, that's exciting. Wonder. Uh, how that remake's going to be. Do you want to go to sleep? No! Sorry! <laughs> I don't blame you. I'm tired, too. They should should try the Witcher games. Because I know you I know you said they're, pre- they're pretty good, and I've seen, seen a few scenes, so I want to s- actually try it out for myself at this point. The combat... Uh, combat... Jesus Christ. The combat is not too in-depth or difficult. Mm. It's a lot of, like, juggling signs and potions and bombs and sword attacks, but it's it's generally just dodge, swing your sword. So it's not too terribly difficult, 
but it's it's the quests and the stories and stuff. The thing that sold me is like each side quest is its own like complete story. Mm. Like I don't know if I gave an example before, but uh, one of the side quests was like some lady wanted you to investigate her sister's. Um, wanted to see what happened to her sister, like she disappeared. Mm. So you go to uh, her her little cottage thing, and you find out that she was like married to this huntsman, and she's nowhere to be found. So you you use your senses, you get some clues as to like there's blood on the ground, and then there's something like this, and you come to find out that the huntsman has a curse, and he turns into a werewolf, and he accidentally killed his wife while he was in that form, so he hid her, but the sister of that lady who sent you on the quest already knew about that and wants you to kill that guy for her. So you can turn around and like tell him what's going on and then she'll die or you can turn around and kill the werewolf. Uh, okay. Yeah. But yeah I think I remember you telling me about that. It's a lot. But it's like all the side quests are on that level. They have their own little mini story besides like the main overarching quest. Oh shit. Okay. I love it. And there's so much to do in that game. So good. I have to keep an eye on I am always going to recommend that game. <laughs> I tried to get Meg to play it too before they do the uh, the update comes out. Like, just sit down and try this. Maybe we can do a podcast about it after you play it and you tell me. Because she likes the Witcher show. She enjoyed watching me play it through, play through the game itself. Yeah. So I was like, you like this stuff. Give it a shot. See what you think. So she played through the tutorial, and she's like, this game's not for me. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm like, just play the game. Get past the tutorial. Do this quest. She was honest for it. <laughs> I know. Maybe she'll try it again later. She actually picked up Pokemon, too, and started that recently. Hey, did they actually let you do uh, multiple save files? Yeah, she has her own profile on the Switch. Oh, yeah, because you, you have it for one, you do it for the other. Okay. Yep. And Amelia has started playing Mario Kart. Hey. All right. We've basically hit everything, but I'm going to ask you, do you want to run down, like, the actual gaming award categories, I guess, for the Game Awards? Not go over the nominees, but just the categories and see if, like, anything sticks out to you. Like, say it's weird or anything you find odd. Ooh, I know what we didn't talk about. Uh, uh, Smash World Tour Being cancelled That's a mess <laughs> Like I heard about so, it But I'm like what What happened So there's this um, Man there's this organization Called Panda Esports I think That puts mm -hmm. on Some Smash games And I guess they recently were Okayed by Nintendo to I guess use the Smash license to actually put on these tournaments for Smash itself. Um, the World Tour includes other organizations that do these things, mm -hmm. but behind the scenes, um, it seems like the CEO of Panda Esports was trying to strong arm people to signing on with them so that way they can put on their tournament. Mm -hmm. And they were like, I guess, vaguely threatening other companies like well i wouldn't want to get nintendo on this and have them shut it down so maybe you should just sign with me since i've already got a deal with them and because all that came out nintendo was like they were cool with it at first and was without actually putting it in writing they were like 
you have our good graces, you're allowed to do this. When all this information started coming out, um, they quickly put out a statement saying, all right, we're not doing it anymore. Until like they got like the full other information, which just today, I think, they were like, okay, now that we got the full context of things, this can still go on, but we're not going to have like people speaking for us and things like that. And because of the fallout from that, the CEO of Panda is now stepping down. He's not being fired. He's just stepping down and away from the CEO position. But that organization has lost 80% of their players and staff because of all the fallout now. Yeah. So it's just been a mess since then. It wouldn't even, it wouldn't even, even if they could resurrect it, there'd be no point. Yep. And the organization too is like, if you guys want out of your contracts, if you don't want to sign on with us, we'll help you figure out things. That's fine. We completely understand. God damn it. Why do people have to ruin a good thing? Bastards. Power tripping, man. I know. What the hell? (laughs) Damn you, Nintendo. (sighs) Nintendo. Nintendo is partially at fault, but it's definitely Panda. That's they're ruining it for everyone. Pretty much. Uh, My only gripe with Nintendo on this one is if they weren't so stingy about things. I don't. I don't think. I know very been... careful with their IP. Yeah. Yeah. And like a paranoid parent. Like I, I get it. That's your bread and butter. But at the same time, they're... they don't want their reputation fucked with. No, but I highly doubt a tournament would ruin their reputation, though. It's a organization speaking on behalf of them is what they didn't like. Right. Or using them, or weaponizing them, I guess, to strong-arm people into signing under them. Right, but my my thing is, if they, what I'm talking about is if they, they didn't make it so difficult to li- license their their stuff for these type of tournaments and stuff like that, and it wouldn't have the, wouldn't have the pull, or wouldn't have... Oh, wouldn't... Do you remember the fiasco with Let's Plays for Nintendo games? Like YouTubers trying to stream and play uh, Nintendo games. Yeah, they shut them down. They... they shut them down, and then they made a thing where it's like you have to sign under our umbrella, so that way we know who you are and what you're doing, and we get like a thirty percent cut from it. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Fact: the fact that these people that are playing the games on their Yes, they're making money on the streams and shit like that. But it's absolutely free advertisement to right. whatever thousands or millions of people are watching them. On top of that, mm-hmm. on top of that free advertisement, you want them to give you 30% of their profit? <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> now, I could be getting that number wrong too, but I know that they they don't get the full amount from the Let's Plays. Nintendo gets a part of it. At least that was the deal before. I, I know it's changed since then, but I don't know what the uh, stipulations are now. Even if even if it's 25% or 20%, anything, anything that high, I, I could see maybe like 10% at most. 
because of the amount of free advertisement they're getting from it. Mm-hmm. It's... I don't know. <laughs> the, the fact that somebody's using using their using their games, giving them the free advertisement already there is money in the bank on their part. These people are going to be buying the game themselves if they're not if they haven't already. There are some game devs who don't like that idea though because. You know, they put so much time and effort into the games and then, like, the cinematics for it and stuff. And then yeah. if you watch somebody streaming it, you see the gameplay, you see the cinematics, you, you get what you want out of it, you don't go and buy the game. So they feel like it hurts sales, too. In reality, you see the, you see something like that. Unless the game it's, is it's that It's both bad. arguments, because you can also push people to buy those games because you're having so much fun. They're like, oh, I would have fun if I bought that game, too. I, I like this shit. They look like they're having fun. I'll have fun playing this game too. So I'm gonna go get it. It works both ways, right? Uh, the, the way it's I just see... what school of thought do you subscribe to? Right. My my thing is, if I'm watching somebody play a game, I like the game. I'm gonna get it myself. If it was that right. good of a game, I'm gonna get it myself. If it's that shitty of a game, I'm not wasting my money. <laughs> You'd like to know before you bought it, right? Exactly. How is that any different than the demos we used to get? Reading well, the articles or anything like I, that. I, articles and like reviews are a better example than demos because demo is a slice of a game. It's supposed to give you an indication of what the game is going to be like, but that that demo is not going to be the finished product, and it absolutely changes from then to the final, uh, the final game. Yeah, but uh, from the same from the same perspective, you're still getting a snippet of the game. These streamers are not playing the entire game in one shot. Yeah, but that's a demo versus the final product. I I understand. I understand <laughs> that it's not the final product. It's far yeah. enough far enough along that you get an idea of what the game is. That you're going to decide whether or not you're going to want you're going to want to play the game. I see it the same exact way as me watching somebody. Stream, uh, uh, streaming, uh, streaming a specific game. I'm interested in. It's like playing it versus what, or playing it versus. Let me try that again. Playing it yourself versus playing it vicariously through a streamer. Right. Exactly. I'll see enough of it, and if I like it, I'll get the game. Right. And there have been plenty of times where I do that too. Uh. I, I I think the P, uh, it can't hurt, honest. Yeah. If you're like, I get both sides of the argument. I totally understand where the like the devs are coming from, especially when they put their heart and soul into these things and they want people to experience it themselves, and they feel like it could be a detriment to, I guess, sales of the game and people wanting to experience it. But, it, you know, the there's still positives in that as well. Right. Because then you could have games that they can put built-in built features where they understand streaming is going to happen. But, like, for example, if their thing is... They there don't there want... actually are some options for streamers in, like, games where it's, like, licensed music and stuff like that. You can have an option where it turns that off so that way it doesn't flag the, the stream for copyright infringement or anything like that and have it taken down or you don't make money off of it. Dreamlight Valley is the perfect example. It has that option in the Just settings. Like Yes. 
And another perfect, another example. Again, I'm bringing back Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts. Here we go. <laughs> when you're playing the game, if you're if you have the stream uh, the the recording function on, it'll record gameplay. Second, it gets the cutscene. It'll tell you recording cut off. During the cutscene, and then the cutscene's over. It says recording resumed. Mm-hmm. That's a feature built into the game. I don't know if it's still there now that the game's been out for a few years. I like that you say feature. I feel like that's that's Square Enix covering their asses so Disney doesn't come after them for some reason. Because you know that Disney is very uh, cutthroat with their IPs as well. Absolutely. Well, so there are ways to go about it. To you, to for a company to say, and again, that's my my opinion. They can do whatever the hell they want; it's their stuff. For a company to say, streamers say either streamers playing my game, uh, playing uh, playing your game online, is going to be a detriment to your business because people aren't uh, people aren't going to buy the game now that they've watched it. If you if the game. If the game was worth it, people are going to buy it no matter what. Yeah. A bullshit excuse. If you lose, if you lose money because of a streamer, it's because your game sucked. It's a bullshit excuse. Yeah. You're going to blame the streamer. You don't want certain content showed. Build it into the game. Those cutoff features. And um, don't be so stingy with it like Nintendo was. <laughs> no, you're good. All right. <laughs> what? How long are we at right now? Okay, just about an hour and a half. I think we're good. I can cut this down a little bit. <laughs> Not to mention, we both got work tomorrow, so should probably hop off. Hey, this wasn't bad, other than that one cut off, and I don't know what exactly caused it. We this isn't a bad setup for for something that's gonna be. Watching in the meantime while we're getting everything else fixed, this is not bad at all. As long as it's working for you. We also haven't signed off of the podcast. Do you want to say bye? Oh, yeah. <laughs> bye, guys. Thank you for listening to my rant. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Say goodnight, Mike. Bye. Bye. <laughs>